What's going on, everybody? Just like to welcome you back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner, man. Whenever whenever I get to be in front of the cues, man, I, it's always going to be a good time, a good interview, man. I have definitely been able to to bring some good bros on here. Bros are definitely doing some good things. So I'm sitting down with my dog, Quan, man. This is somebody who I met, obviously, um, as a result of the fraternity. And I definitely appreciate it. Definitely a good vibe, dude. Definitely somebody from the time I met him till now, always just had, you know, high, genuine, but good energy, man. Always somebody to just be around. I definitely would call him the life of the party. Definitely somebody who, you know, got the good vibes, good time all the time. And then, you know, he good with the kids and everything. We went to the boys camp. We had it out out there, man. It really, you know, made it happen. So, but Quan, as I was saying too, on top of, you know, just the energy, just, just the authenticity and things that he has, he's somebody who, you know, he's about his business. He's on the grind. He's really making it happen. So when he kind of branched off into this new avenue that we're here to talk about today, and as you can see, he got it in the background too, but I was very excited for him. I was very excited, one, because that was just his lane. That was somebody, he was always somebody who I knew that was about when it came to bashing things, when it came to just, you know, he missed to put it on, as, as people say. Some people be calling themselves that, but he's really that. So I'm, I'm going to get a title to him. But no, as I, when I really saw him get into this lane, I was happy for him just because of, one, all the success that he was getting, all the, all the hard work that he was putting in, just all the, just all the, Originally, when people start things, when it should begin, and sometimes we're not always, you know, we're motivated, we're happy, we're hyped, but sometimes we may not know where to start. Sometimes we may not always do things the best way. Sometimes we may lose motivation. Sometimes things happen, we take L's, and you know, it, it doesn't always work out. But Quan, you know, he was somebody who was really just head down. He was really just tunnel vision. He was really somebody who was just locking in. So from the events, from the promotion, and then when I was able to kind of even catch up with him on just a, a personal phone call we had, and I really got a deeper dive into what he was doing and how he was doing and how he was running it. I said, man, let's do it. Let's lock in. Let's get him on. So excited to be sitting down with my dog today. So, bro, how you doing, man? How is I'm everything? doing good. First, you got to accept my uh, request on live, bro. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, let me do that. I ain't yeah, even I need my followers to see this, man. Oh, my bad. I ain't even showing no love on IG Live. But, yeah, so, nah, I just want to know from me to you, obviously, you know, we're going to have a, a host of different crowds. We're going to have some people from my side. We're going to have some people from your side. We're going to have cues of course and then we're gonna have some people some first time or some newcomers so one can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and then two can you just tell us what brings you on the down to business podcast today one i seen the things you was doing bro like i seen you doing your thing and i was like i never knew dog had like a podcast going so i was like definitely got to tap in and uh shoot man like that's it you already know how it is like whenever i see the bros doing something i always try to uh at least tap in with them and, and support them keyword support just flow clothing, you know what I'm saying? Adapt, overcome, and change, man. Get you one. But back to it. But um, yeah, man. And then this has just been my new endeavor. I've been trying, well, not trying, actually doing it, executing, and getting some good results. So yeah, man, it's, it's been it's been going good for me, bro. I love that man who who obviously came on here to you know give his spill, but on at the same time he pre still promoting black business and everything like that. So you got a lot of quality, man. One shameless plug to another. So with this new venture, with this new endeavor, where where would you say it really started? Like I said, I just in meeting you some years back, 2017, I knew that you were somebody who I could just tell you was in the fashion. I could just tell by what you had, just the kind of that vintage type style type look, and it only kind of increased as you went. So at what point were you like? Let me really make this, you know, a gig. Let me really put put some put some effort and some money and some things behind that. At what point did you really solidify that and make it into a brand? Well, um, yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but um, last December my mom passed. So my mom passing, it just like it was something I always speak about my mom along with other things. But um, I always speak about she's like, yeah, do it, this, that, and the other. And it's like I don't know. I was always like fake scared. Like I ain't trying to hop out here. People be like, da da da. Like what do you? What are you? What are you trying to sell me? Da, da, da. 
But once that happened, it was like I went through a, a down phase within my own inner self. And then on top of that, it just kept finding me. I kept finding my way to it. Like I use thrifting as like a coping mechanism or even it'd be like I'll find something can't wear and just want to sell it to somebody, bro, because I know somebody going to want it. And then once I made my actual logo that I have now, and that's when I really started like, okay, now I've got this logo. I got to do something. I got a page and no post. Let's get some posts. Now, okay, cool. I got to get my own personality, my own presence with this thing. So I did what came natural. I like hip hop. I like music. So whatever music I like, went with everything I posted. And then I noticed, okay, cool. People like reels. Reels are big. So my reels do the best numbers. So I was like, let's do a reel with it. Okay, cool. I'm not being consistent enough. Let's go at least Thursday, okay? So Thursday, Thursday, jet lag Thursday, because that's actually my favorite day of the week anyway. And so after that, everything just started coming together. I started finding new stuff. Then I started networking with people. I started net- networking with uh, vintage resellers, Two Broke Boys, Paradox Chamber, Secondhand Concession Stand, Phil Fresh Vintage, who's actually 16 from Ghost Chapter, which is a good brother to um, hop in with. And uh, yeah, bro, and just doing my own thing. And then learning that I had trust in my eye. Like, if I see something I like, somebody else might like it. Or even not always trying to think, like, well, ain't nobody going to rock with me, this, that, and the other. And the whole time, they always do. They always do. Or even I think it hit me hard when I be posting stuff or I show something. And uh, people buy it quick, like, quick. It'd be something that, it'd be something like, say, like, I want. Somebody like, yeah, I want that right now. Like, all right, cool, you can get it. You know what I'm saying? I got people happening and stuff like that. And so, yeah, bro, and then just me getting acknowledged. I've been in places where, like, oh, we talking, this, that, and that. I'm like, y'all got, like, a ventures reselling business or either a ventures boutique or however you want to box it. And they be like, uh, what's the name of it? I'm like, are you just laughing? Oh, for real? That's you? They're like, I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. And then that's all, like, okay, then cool, I got something here. And then just all the support I've been getting, bro, it's like, I feel like it'd be, I'll be cheating my supporters or cheating myself to not continue with what I'm doing. That's a hey, that's a great feeling. That last thing you spoke about, just when somebody don't know sometimes the true faith behind the brand and who was really doing something. And you like, yo, that whole time that oh, you call, you you might be on to that. But no, definitely. Uh, so my condolences, obviously, first, I, as somebody who also lost their mom. 2011, I understand that from a coping mechanism perspective. From I, I was a mama's boy, so as somebody who, for me, wasn't expected, it just kind of happened, bro. I was I was torn. So it was one of those things where I didn't necessarily know what to do, but I knew that like I couldn't sit around. I'm not that type of person. I can't be in my thoughts. My mind just gonna you know go. So one of the first things people ask me like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to? I said I just got to get back to school. I just need to be doing something. I need to be productive. I want to go back and play football, extracurriculars, whatever. And then from there. I would say, like you said, how, how things just kept finding you. I, my passion just kept finding me one way or another. And I didn't know if this was like my mom just kind of still following me and just still still stuff in me. I didn't know if this was me, everything, you know. So I was just like, okay, keep on. This stuff is not popping up by, this is not luck. This is not coincidence. I mean, this is not just chance. This is real, like, you know, time and everything. But as a high school student, just going through everything, I couldn't really put the pieces together. So then when I get to college, when I get to grad school after that, and I'm just steadily seeing just little sign after little sign. Well, now, two years later into the podcast, I'm like, I really take a look back on everything that's transpired since 2011, just my thoughts, just how I was, who I was around. 
It was supposed to happen like this. It, this was literally how, not to say that, you know, I tell people all the time I, and I say this kind of, I say this two different ways because when I first say it to people, they don't understand it. So I tell people that I needed to lose my mom. Now, obviously, no, I didn't physically need to lose my mom. No, I'm a, like I said, that was, that was, that's the most important lady in my life without a doubt. But I will also say that, you know, she, bro, it, it was to the point where, like I said, my mom's death was unexpected. It was life was good. The last thing, last words I literally said to her, I'm, I'll get transparent with y'all. Last words I literally said to my mom was, have a good day. I love you before I left for school. So everything was cool. You know, a lot of times people talk about death, not leaving on the wrong foot, just different things like that. No, everything was copacetic, bro. So it was just like, for me, I needed that feeling. I needed to know that, you know, the same way that life can be good, the same way that you can be blessed, have a roof over your head, never have to worry about anything, just kind of get what you, I was a good student. You know, I didn't really have to to ask for much or nothing. As long as I did what I had to do, my parents took care of me. The same way they could take care of you, the same way things could be all good, things could look, you know, smoke and mirrors, things could happen. Life happens, bro. So when that happened to me, it was just like, yo, it was a lot between from confusion, from just not understanding to just, yo, why me? I was I, like, why? I, at some point, I questioned my faith, bro, a lot. Like, it was hard for me to pray, it was hard for all of that. But once I really got into the mindset of, you know, maybe I will never understand why I lost my mind. Maybe I won't. And I'm going to just have to be okay with that, you know, but at the end of the day, there's a bigger purpose behind this. I needed to do this. I could never, you know, my, one of my last promises that I made to my mom was I'm going to take care of everybody, everybody straight. And I tell her that to this day, like when I talk, when I pray, everything, I didn't forget what I said. I know what I got to do. So I feel like for me, it, I needed this to, you know, because every time I think about not recording an episode, not being lazy, not getting the lab to edit, not making something happen. Where do I think or where do I look? I look up. My mom, come on, yo, she instilled too much in me for me to feel like that, for me to do that. So I needed that to always remind me or to always remind my screensaver is my mom. I see her every time I open my phone. So it's just like, I know I got to be on my grind. So for you, you know, like you said, when things are really surrounding you, when you pay attention to stuff like that, you really never know. So that's why I always talk about people honing in on their passions. And a lot of times I speak about it in a lot of my episodes. A lot of these people who come on here, this was stuff that they loved all their life, or this was things that they really found interesting. So making it a passion, making it a brand, to them, they didn't really see it like that. To them, they really just saw themselves inserting into what they love. Like you said, you know that at the end of the day, it's going to be two things. Either you're going to love it, or you know somebody else going to love it. That's the purpose of everything, bro, when it, when it comes to what you do, for sure, for sure. So as somebody who, myself, I'm not really a big thrifter. I've definitely done it. I love the benefits of it. I love what can really happen, especially when you go to different places. What's like your, and this may kind of be a weird question. I don't even know how to ask you before, but what's like your thrifting style? Like, what do you, like, what do you do? Are you, are you, are you looking for certain things? Are you kind of just looking at everything and just waiting for something to catch your eye? Do you specify, like, I know you said you like the music. So are you looking just for specific pieces or are you kind of just browsing until, you know, something kind of pop out to you? Okay. You know, it's funny. That's actually the easiest question. Cause I always ask my heart. I'm always asking questions like, what do people want? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm always getting all I like. So, um, me, um, I like the nineties and I like the early two thousands. So, but I'm getting deeper. I obviously like all rap tees. You know what I'm saying? I love a front and back print shirt. I like shirts that got the image on the front and the back. I like jackets. And when I'm out there looking for stuff, now I'm looking at tags, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know how to do it. Then I'm just looking for what pops. Like if it popped, that's what I'm rocking with every time. If it grabs my eye, I'm doing it. Heck. I think when we was communicating, I was at thrift store um, when I was talking to you, and I and just finding stuff. I, what I found a starter jacket, I found a rock, a um, throwback uh, rockerwear denim jacket. I found a nineteen ninety six Olympics. That's also some things I ended up liking. The nineteen ninety six Olympics was the Olympics held in Atlanta, so it has like a black culture tie to it. So I definitely like that. Yeah, I like things that pop colors. I like rap tees. 
I like stuff that's out of the box. And oh, and I like nature. I like nature teas. But my main thing is something all over it, something on the back, and uh, you know what I'm saying. Just to give a full, a free insight, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna speak too much on it, but I'm definitely about to do like t-shirt drops and stuff like that. But the t-shirts are going to be for jet lag vintage. Like that's if anybody will ever come to like a store and be like, "Yo, I want the store shirt." That's the, my t-shirt drops on my store shirts, which make them like a collection. And they don't come out too often and stuff like that. And yeah, man. And not yeah, that's all I like, bro. Hip hop. No, all that. I love that I asked the easy question. That's easy. Easy. But no, look, this is this is the beauty of the podcast, people. This is why you get on because sometimes you get just looks. And obviously he said he can't give us too much, but he just gave a little plug there. I hope y'all was paying attention to the shirt. He told me about it, but I was just gonna see if he was really going. So, you know, this is why you hop on the podcast with us, man, because we are able to disclose things. But I like that. OK, because like I said, I'm not like a, I'm not I'm not going to consider myself a thrift. I, but I definitely I can see the benefits of it. I've done it in different places now to know that, yo, you can really find some gems out here, find some steals. So you named a few of the companies and or people or brands and everything that you've been able to com- collab with within the thrifting community. So what is really the yeah. mantra? What is really it like being able to collaborate with other like minded individuals within thrifting? It's lit, bro. It's like it's lit to be able to um, say you got your own plug or even it's good to have your own team, bro. Like, of course, we all have our different brands and different like business names, but we make moves together. You know what I'm saying? Like or they might make a move. Hey, y'all got some stuff. I had to get it, but I know this is what you like. So, shoot, here go a price. You know what I'm saying? This for you. Or even it'd be like, you know, if nobody else comes to your event, you know one person coming. You know what I'm saying? Or even if I don't support nobody else, I'm supporting this person in this. You know what I'm saying? Or and like I said, like a lot of the times, like they tell me a lot of the venture stuff that I find really finds me. It really be off the random and just everything in general. Like my business started taking off when I started networking. The reason I got my first pop-up was because Paradox, um, we were um, somewhere looking at stuff. You know what I'm saying? You could tell a person that's in vintage. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm new, so I'm I'm honestly probably fresh off work. Probably fresh off work because I used to go right after work. I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, you like, bro? I got a page. I'm just starting it. Like, I would like you to follow it. He saw a word. I was like, yeah. He said, oh, and I only had a few things up there. Like, oh, y'all like? Yeah, you fire, bro. Like, ah, resale too. You know what I'm saying? He was like, and then along with other things, and he was like, well, shoot, let's. You know what I'm saying? Let's work. And me, I treat it just like I treat the bruh. So if I say I'm late with you, I'm going to call you tomorrow. I promise you I am. And I'm going to call you the uh, the day after that in the morning. What's good? I'm just saying, what up? I don't even want nothing. What's good? How you doing? Regular, regular stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, how can I put it? People tend to um, be attracted to that personality. Not in the sense of using an individual, but, like, a lot of people don't get that from they regular friend crowds you know what i'm saying and not saying he does or don't but i'm just saying what makes that personality trick attractive because it just it feels good when somebody call you, hey i just want to say how you doing bro or even with this vintage thing it's like yeah you can call people and stuff but you really don't want to because they really once you say hey yo bro i found a liquid blue aop shirt your friend's like what's that i was about i ain't gonna lie i was about to be so, like huh? <laughs> but why you got people that what's up with you you got people that actually know the culture and actually can like guide you too. Like, cause I could have, it's certain pieces where it'd be like, 
bro, you good. All like these up here, but that over there is like, nah, you good without that. Just put that in like a $5 bin or something. Like throw that somebody on the low, you know what I'm saying? Because they gonna like it in two. And this community is like, it's not considered vintage. You know what I'm saying? And so, and then, oh, but to get to my bigger point, it was daggone, I met up with Paradox. He always did pop-ups at the park. Pulled up to his yard, <laughs> you know what I mean? Pulled up, quick, what's up? Let me cop this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying? And um, he was like, yo, bro, um, I got this pop-up in Durham. I want to see you do your thing. So look, you ain't got to pay no table fee. Just bring your stuff and pull up. And that was my very first pop-up event. And I did excellent. Great. And that set the tone for the next pop-up that I did. You know what I'm saying? And so now I think this is my third one. It's my third one. So it's like a lot of people, it feels like it's been so long, but it's literally the beginning. And that's why I keep trying to voice to people. It's like, you, like yeah, like, Kwan, I see you doing your thing. I'm like, bro, it's literally only the beginning. I only did three pop-ups. I ain't even been outside North Carolina. We planning to we planning to hit spots like New York. We're planning to hit spots like California and everything in between. But we're definitely not trying to be no local people that just in Raleigh Durham area that just do pop ups every night. Nah, we trying to take this as high as and as, as far as it can go. You know what I'm saying? Only max, we trying to maximize our potential. And uh yeah, man. And um and two broke boys. I met them when I caught this. So he had that for a beautiful price. So I was trying to, I wanted him to mail it to me, but I noticed like, but he's funny. He's a funny guy. So he went and mail it to me. He could have, but he didn't. He knew I resold, right? And I'm guessing he was, he liked what I had posted, even though I don't think much of it at that time. So I'm like, yo, I'm trying to do da 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 He texted me back all late. I'm like, bro, why he playing with me, bro? Like, I'm trying to buy the shirt. So I'm texting, I'm texting, this and the other. He like, pull up. He dropped a flyer for like the pop he was in. And I'm like, man, I'm like, daggone, um, I'm like, bro, I really ain't trying to go out there. I'm like, but let's see. You know what I'm saying? I might find something more. And then on top of that, by that time, I was already in the vibe of, you know what I'm saying, going to pop-ups, thrifting, going to other people's pop-ups, that is, thrifting and all the other good stuff. And so I had to put the hat on right. You know what I'm saying? I had to show it. Hey, facts over feelings, man. Y'all better tap right. in. But yeah, um, so I pulled up on them, copped it, right? And then uh, we just politicked a little bit. He followed my page. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who I was. And daggone, on the back end of things, how did I end up? I think I ended up running into him again. I ended up running into him again. Oh, he posted he just got a shop in, in Raleigh. I was like, all right, then cool. I'm pulling up. Like, bro, you know what I'm saying? All right, I'm pulling up. I'm going to be the first one. So I pulled up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring my stuff so we can do some trades and actually like build a report on politics. And so, daggone, um, we was in there chopping it up, and we, it went great. And from there, we've been linked. And I would ask him, like, bro, why you giving me such a hard time and, um, and grabbing this piece? He was like, bro, I wanted you to pull up. I wanted to meet you. I was like, for real, for what? You know what I mean? And stuff like that. And so, and that that's what was that, man. That's real. That's real. Something I'm going uh, to definitely agree with what Quan said is that he the type to just follow up, just call. That's I don't know if that's the bro in him. I don't know if that's just the Quan in him because I remember when I reached out to him about the podcast, he said, bro, I'm going to just call you. Like, not even call you just to talk about the podcast, but we just need to talk. And he was right. Like, we definitely just need to rap. Like, because like I said, me and Quan, we just we just rap. Like, we chat. But it had been a minute. Obviously, we've been checking in social media, but the check-ins of social media just be like, yo, bro, keep grinding, this shit, fire, like, whatever, whatever. But no, he said, bro, I'm going to just call you. So that's Quan for sure. So I he, he ain't telling no stories, y'all. That's really, you know, what he do. And you can see, you know, how everybody speaks to the same thing. You know, the 
power of network and the power of just realizing that, you know, you may not be a, just an outright person, just an outward person, just somebody who wants to make themselves uncomfortable. It's sometimes it's not about what you want, what you want to be. It's sometimes it's about what you need to be, what's going to propel your business, what's really going to put you in position. Because look, like you said, he could have easily just mailed the shirt. But as a result, he ain't mailed a shirt. What if you just said, all right, forget it then. He's not going to mail it. I'm not, I'm not rocking with it. It is what it is. Hey, look, for this one? Oh, I'm that yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, you I'm not gonna lie, you would have showed me you missed that one, you would have been a fool. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like and I wanted to so bad. I'm like, bro, I, man, I ain't even rock with this dude no more. Man. I ain't sending him nothing. Nothing. And I was like, man, when the next time you gonna run across a Snoop Dogg death row sure. <laughs> Let me get that, that though. But also on top of that too, it, it opens you up to another opportunity. Now he's local to you. Now he's closer. Now you really don't know. You know what could come from that, what could really happen. But mm-hmm. I love the fact that, you know, oftentimes we look at different communities. I even bought on my one boy, my dog Joe, he jumped he he jumped on earlier. He runs a boutique Strange Souls. And basically he does the sneaker reselling, he does the shirts, different things like that. But what he was also talking about within the boutique, within the sneaker reselling community is how people can be very shysty and how people can in a lot of different mm-hmm. industries, bro, whether it just be clothing, makeup, hair, whatever you want to do. Sometimes people see, especially our people, when it comes to minorities and stuff, bro, we want to compete. We want to just throw people under the bus. We want to be shady. We want to be the best of the best instead of really helping each other. You got something. I got something. Let's put our somethings together and make, you know, instead of just... You can't make something out of nothing, but you can make something out of something. So come on, man, like it's to the point where sometimes, you know, it's good to have a community like that. It's good to have, you know, like-minded individuals who are all about the goal, who at the end of the day recognize that, look, he like what he like. I like what I like. I like some of what he got. He likes some of what I got. Let's make it happen instead of just trying to compete, trying to hold off on resources and just different things like that when we can all eat, come together. And especially when you're in the same city like that, come on, man, proximity is definitely important. So with what you do, with what you have already done, obviously, you know, you talked about the blessing that you got with the first pop-up shop. You talked about how you had to already do three pop-up shops. What really when it comes to your method of promotion, when it comes to really your method of networking, getting the brand out, really doing what you do, what do you feel like is your most effective like strategy? Do you feel like you the pop-ups are the best thing to do? Do you feel like you really got the social media down packed? Do you feel like there's an outlet or there's an avenue that you haven't explored yet that now with the new year ahead, you're really looking to get into? Because like you said, bro, this is the beginning. Even when we were talking, I was like, Damn, so how long you been doing this? And bro, I swear I've been seeing you like, for that. it's been that, but time and time and everything. So yeah, what is that really looking like as far as you and the trajectory? What am I, what, what systems do I use? Um, like I told you before, like my reels are the best for me, my reels and stuff like that. But the thing is like, as long as I'm posting on Thursday, getting inventory in and making sure my people see that I got stuff coming in and not just stagnant. Outside of that, I just be doing me. I do me, you know what I'm saying? Cause a lot, what I notice is with business, people notice authenticity and they know they notice realness and they notice when you probably trying too hard. So I don't really like, of course, yes, I want to be professional, but I don't want my picture to be super professional. Cause I feel like when I, when I speak of that, it's like this, I'd rather have a backdrop when I post a shirt rather than just a colored background. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you didn't see like the jackets that just has a blue background, but it's sitting on the blue. Of course it's a nice picture, but I feel like people don't take it as serious. I don't feel like a person will jump on that. It don't feel real to me. So I, whenever I see stuff online, that's like on like a background, it don't make me want to like, yeah, I want to buy this. Like, I want to see that it's real. Like, that's really a jacket somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere. It's tangible. We can touch like, it right like now. You said, that aesthetic. Yeah. So I'd rather do the fake grass on the back of it. Or I, or like before I even did the fake grass thing, I did little aesthetics. If it's on the ground, 
but I got like artwork behind it. Or the only way it was on the ground, just that, if it was already like a beautiful piece. And it's like, that's just like me just being arrogant. Like, and it's still on the floor and it still look good. But outside of that, I definitely just like aesthetics. And uh, let me see. Yeah, just being me, bro. And then like, cause I'm a creative person. I cannot hide that. Like it's hard. I just, it's just hard to hide. So I just be creative, be authentic and just do me. Just let my mind go. Of course, I won't, I don't never do it in one take. It probably take like three to four takes. I know once it's out there, people will enjoy it. And even people that haven't purchased from me before is going to purchase from me soon. Or And then I was like, I got stuff you can't just walk away from. Like, of course, yeah, a lot of people have a whole rack full of just NASCAR, NASCAR. Like, that's nice and dandy and all. But for me, it's like, even when I'm looking through racks and I see all these NASCARs, okay, by like the ninth NASCAR team, I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> but also I'm not, I wasn't big in the NASCAR till now. So, and that's just my thing. I just do my thing, bro. NASCAR season. They definitely, they definitely have taken the hype a lot lately. And I don't even know some of these folks on there, but you definitely see them like, like you said, shirt after mm-hmm. shirt after just a different colorway, different car color, same position, same person, same little setup vibe. Yeah, but I, I definitely do feel that. But I think you also spoke to the point of the behind the scenes of business that people don't realize. Like you said, just this is to him, y'all. Like he said, to him, he doesn't like those backgrounds. He doesn't like just plain, just, you know, no, like minimal effort type things. And that's not to say that, you know, just because you're putting your items on a plain background or not doing too much with them doesn't mean that it's not working for you that's this is what Quan said that's his mojo that's his model he said that you know he's trying to find that aesthetic he's trying to find the the right background to make it look good what's really gonna what's gonna make that color look good like that because I, I that's what i look i'm not gonna lie certain shirts just look a, sh- a shirt could just be regular but you throw it behind a nice little nature background or you throw it with something you'd be like yo hold on it's not even mm-hmm. about the shirt. It's just about the whole pick that makes me want that shirt now because now I got to do something with it. So for him, you know, he's making sure he, he's using his creative eye, which is not always simply just, all right, hang this here. Bang. No, I got to I might have to position. I might have to go buy some stuff. I might have to set something up. Mm-hmm. You know, I might be in here making a little a little scenery in the corner or something like that to really make this like pop, really make this happen. So I think that that's important. Mm-hmm. All right. So you you talk. You you just kind of drop the line. And it's it's gonna lead me into my next question. So you said I just I know I got stuff that you're just not gonna walk away from. So okay, give me two things. Give me the hottest piece that you ever caught. Whether it's something that you have right now, whether it's something that you sold, and then two, give me the hottest piece that you feel like you passed up on that you look back now like. Ah, why I ain't grabbed that? I need it. I need it. The hottest piece I ever grabbed. He said, "Look at that." Hey, look back at this. Okay, cool. My hottest piece I ever grabbed. I'm thinking first because it's really, this really might be it. Of course. Like we got now, nah, look now, nah, look we got heat. Yeah. I ain't gonna we lie, I like heat. the Nelson Mandela joint. I like that joint. Got heat. Don't get like we got heat. This. Because what it means, I just like Snoop. Yeah, I feel like Snoop is maybe not now, no disrespect, but like old Snoop when he what in the story of Snoop, which is hard to me. I just love it. And then I give you three. That's one. Um, if you go to my page, it's a Joker shirt on there. It, um, full print, front and back. The shirt is only made in Mexico. I ended up getting that shirt off what two broke boys, same person I got this from. So I was like, man, I'm getting it. I didn't want to sell it. I didn't want to sell it. Even my shorty was like, what you keeping it, ain't you? I'm like, no, nah, I'm selling it. Man. And then, matter of fact, one of the bros bought it. Um, Smitty. Uh, Easy. Oh, yeah, that's my, yeah. As soon as I post it, I want it. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> I, sold, I sold that shirt for what? 40. 
So um, I go back to the homies like, yeah, I sold that shirt. Da, da, da. Of course, I wanted it, but y'all sold it, this, that, and the other. He's like, bro, you know how, you know how much you could have charged that shirt? You could have charged like $150 enough because you can't find that shirt because me at that point, I was going to find it. I could find it online, outside, wherever. He's like, bro, you're not going to find that again. On top of that, it's made in Mexico, exclusively in Mexico. So it's like, you're going to have to take the name. Then we go to the site. How are you going to find the category and everything in Spanish and stuff like that? But all in all, like, also, what I, you know what I'm saying? What I picked up from him is like, or even just in the community in Paradox, like, sometimes it feels good to sell an expensive piece to somebody for a reasonable price. Because you get to, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, they make them feel good. They don't, you know what I'm saying? It's, and then they want to rock with you more. So it was like, the second piece, I sold for what I wanted it for, but um, it was a, it was like a 90s, I ain't even Chapel Hill fan, it was a 90s Chapel Hill starter jacket with the Ram on the back, not the um, NC or the foot. I got one, to, I got two right now, but we ain't gonna talk about that. But that specific one, it's so quick, it's so quick, it's so quick. But um, because you don't see that often, you don't see the Ram that, that much often with Chapel Hill that much. And along with that, I, with, when I got that, I got two other things. I got, um, I got three other things. I got a Duke pullover windbreaker starter. Um, one of my my supervisor bought that as soon as I, because when I bought it, I was at work. The dude came and came to me. Was like, yo, I got this. I'm like, cool, give me all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I go in, and a couple people. My um job was interested in what I do. I'm like, well, I'm about to get some stuff right now. I'm like, well, bring it in. Let us see. As soon as I can, I want it. Let me get it. You know what I'm saying? And then um, one of my Neos, he bought an all-black starter Lakers um, jacket. And it's like, that was rare on Bucks. I knew it was rare when I seen it. So, yeah, like, it happens. I ain't trying to do it again. I ain't trying to sell something for low and not know it. But um, I will. I do have deals. I do have stuff for a good price. Like, I've seen different outrageous prices and stuff like that. And, of course, don't get me wrong, some pieces do deserve value. Like a Mandela shirt like that, like, that shirt doesn't need to be sold for 20. Nobody would sell that shirt for 20 that knows about Mandela. It's at least, I say about 45 and up, depending on the type of person you are. You know what I'm saying? This shirt right here with Farrakhan, like, how many shirts have you seen with Farrakhan on it? Like, a good shirt. And then it got a back print. But, like, it just is what it is. It's like, um, one of my biggest obstacles when I got into the game was, like, I don't know what to sell and I don't know what to keep. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. And, but... And then um, once I did that and started really learning, like, you got to spend money to make money. You got to spend money to make money. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. After that, it was a breeze. Well, not a breeze, but definitely easier. I, I can't honestly say, like, this has been hard doing this. I can't say that. I mean, you're rocking with it, though. That means it's not really, you know, it's not a job for you. This ain't something that you're doing. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I just forgot. I do still got a dag on iron and steam all these clothes. He said, he said, hold on. I might have spoke a little bit too soon. Job ain't done just yet. But no, that's it, it speaks to a lot, you know, just about you, just about the passion, just about what you work. But something that really resonates because it's so true. It takes it's, you got to you got to spend money to make money. But sometimes you got to lose money to make money. Mm-hmm. Why I just said that, because you, you technically you just lost money. So you said that basically the, the Mexico shirt. Technically, per the thrifters, per the per what you do, you lost money. But in a sense, for you, no, you gain clientele. This shirt hot. He rock with it. He know that basically he gonna return. He know that you gave him some quality. So for you, yeah, in the moment, if you knew what you knew, could have put it up at a higher price. But let's just say you put it up at that higher price. Now people looking like, huh? Like what I'm 
why am I, why? Especially for people like me, like who are not in that game. So you tell me, okay, yo, bro, you're not going to find this shirt nowhere else. You're not, da, da, da. I'm like, okay. So that's, so that's your reasoning for why you're going to put that up that high because this shirt made in Mexico. So what about all this stuff that's made everywhere else? But it's so, you know, that, but that's how I think. But in my head, that's somebody who's not in your field. That's somebody who doesn't know what you have to do to get that. That's somebody who doesn't know that you got to go to this website, everything is there. But the fact that you know you took the L as some may call it, but for you, you, you still you still gain something from that. So a lot of times people may think that you know, oh damn, I lost money or da 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 da. But in the same time, you might have lost money figuratively speaking. But look at what you gain. You gain clientele, perhaps you gain a new follower, you gain knowledge. You gain knowledge not to, to now do maybe just a little bit more research on certain pieces to really maybe even ask some more questions or something like that. But for you, like you said, this is not something where it's dreadful or it's something where you know you got to get up today. All right, I got to do this. I have to like, you know, I have to in order to put food on the table, in order to pay the rent, in order to make this happen. I got to make something happen. No, you love to do this. But what that's also kind of making me wonder is. What has it taught you? So for me, like listening to what you talk about, listening to growing up, just how you loved it, just how that that was your niche. Like you, you was with the fashion, you was with the vintage, but it, it wasn't at that. It wasn't that you were doing it to sell and resell. It, this was just for Quan. This is what Quan like. Quan like, you know, throwing it on. So now that you've really gotten into it from a different side, from a brand perspective, what has this really taught you? Whether it be about yourself, whether it be about life, whether it be about business ownership, whether it just be about the community that's in the industry that you're in, what have really been some learning lessons for you? What you say, you got to stand on it. You got to. And you better, like, like if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Or if something is on, like, put it like this. I got an event tomorrow, right? A lot of people were like, all right, cool. So so it's like, all right, cool. I got to pay up real quick. And I got to be there. And that's it. And then once you get used to doing it and then like being there, that's it. And I like being there already. So it's like. Um, and then what else have it taught? I think that's the main thing. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. That's, I think that's kind of cliche. Cause in the fact I'm doing vintage and that's a Nike quote, but just do it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bro. It's so crazy. I always kind of like to present that question to the interviewees in one way or another, but, and a lot of people kind of start like, well, I think there's going to be cliche, but while it may be cliche, if 60 plus people saying it, 70 plus people saying it, it might have some truth to it. At least that's how I'm going to think. People are not just going to get on here and give you a cliche saying that ain't work for them. At least I'm not going to do that. I know Quan not going to do that. You know, he he's going to tell you something that, yeah, it may be something that you heard a thousand times. You heard it a thousand times. How many times did you apply it? Did you apply it a thousand? You know. So for like me, that. like you heard it a thousand times, but what did you really do? Did it go in and, in one ear, out the other? Did you apply it maybe 10 times and you took you ain't like the outcome six of them times. So now you're saying I ain't doing it. Well, 10 out of a thousand. What? Huh? So for me, it's just like, you know, I love I love when it can be cliche because for me, cliche means truth. It works because what if you ask me that question, what am I going to say? I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to say that I I feel like I waited too long to start my podcast. I procrastinated on buying my microphone. It was right around me. I kept making excuses in grad school about having, I, I mean, yeah, I had three jobs in grad school. Like I was a busy dude, but could I have done it? For sure. Because the same way I was still going out on the weekends, the same way I was still buying you know, extracurriculars, whatever the case may be, I could have did it if I really wanted to do it. What people say nowadays, you won't make time for what you want to do, which I, I take a grain of salt because yeah. it's, yeah, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, I could have just did it. I didn't though. I made excuses, da, 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 this and that. So now starting in November of 2019, 
What if I missed out on things or, or whatever the case may be? What if I, I started a Twitter thread about this in 2017, tweeting black businesses out each week that I was doing? So it was already in the works. It was already in the manifestations and everything like that. I just didn't necessarily apply myself. So for me, things can sound cliche. It, it might sound, somebody hearing that might say, oh, well, okay, everybody say that. Everybody says it, but everybody's not applying it. Otherwise, you'd be in position. This person is in position. That's why they said it, though. A lot of a lot of these higher, a lot of these people who we listen to, who we are motivated by, and things like that. You got to understand that you can be motivated by somebody, but they can be saying the same exact thing. You know, it just it just said a different way, where you give a different scenario. I could listen to two different people who give me the same message differently from different perspectives. But if it's working for them, then maybe it's not going to work for me the way it worked for them. But I just apply the principle of it. And that's what I think people kind of sometimes fail to realize, or it just goes over your head that this person is not saying to do exactly what they did. This person is telling you to do something though, do something more than what you're doing. Because when they, when they weren't doing anything, they weren't where they are right now, but it took them really doing something. And it wasn't just that something that made it happen. They took L's. It happens. Like they said, they, they might've sold a shirt that's only made in one location for less than what it, they really could have sold it for. They might've took too long to buy a microphone for a podcast and started it maybe months later than what they really should have done. But at the end of the day, they started, they did something, they acted on it. So I think that that's important, bro. But I, but I love that you're doing that. And I love that, you know, simply put just about what you love, just about kind of what you're getting into. You can come on here and say, get it done. That's easy. That's just me. That's that's not even bros. That's just, yo, that's just life. Get it done one way or another. So I love that. So in thinking about, you know, people in your industry doing what you do, mm-hmm. thinking about people who may want to get into the industry, people who may want to do what you do, people who come to the pop-up shops and, and just kind of shop and, and, and move around. What do you feel like there's something out there that people don't know about the ins and the outs of the business, about maybe what you do on the daily, about maybe what you are aiming to even promote out there to the people? What do you feel like is kind of like a misconception when it comes to thrifting or when it comes to just the events that y'all doing, just the community that y'all have as a collective? There's a few things. One, like, it's more than what me style. Um, just because I sell vintage don't mean all my clothes are dirty or straight from the thrift store, not treated or either um, just your regular things you find. You know what I'm saying? Some people really, like, it's their niche to find rare find stuff that you really, you probably never seen. Don't never always assume somebody's always a genius or completely ignorant. Like, and some people that know it, but don't know everything, they still learning, like me. Like, I'm still learning, but I know stuff rather than always already assuming it. I know everything and I'm about to try to out talk you. Or even just like, don't always assume like, everybody's like a stiff. Like, if you come to my pop-up or show or anywhere I'm at that I'm vending or I'm selling like, Depending on the piece, I'll work with you. I'll work with you. You throw me a good price, I'm like, but um, hey, I'll at least meet you in the middle. Or sometimes I may be like, yeah, go ahead. Sometimes I might be, sometimes you can ask any of the people that ever bought for me. Sometimes they might buy something, $20, $40. I still throw them something free. Something free. Don't even tell them. You might make a good purchase, like 100 or something, or 70 or something. I'm like, yo, grab your shirt from over there, too. Hey, you might come shopping with your girl. You grab something. I'll be like, you know what? Here, bro, that's for your lady. You know what I'm saying? And that's not no um, way I get sales. That's just me. Like, cause at the end of the day, it come and go. Stuff comes and goes. I didn't, I couldn't find nothing last week. I just today, today I found how many bags? Like two bags of stuff. Like right there. Like matter of fact, I ain't gonna show you the bag. I'm about to check some real quick. But go ahead. Nah, that's I love that though. And I and I think that that goes that it's that bigger than me mentality. It's about two. It's not all about the money. Like, yes, monetary is good, man. It's going to help the business flow, run, and and you can do different things with money. But you can also do a lot of things with connections. Like you say, you got into the pop-up shop with the strength of you. 
not off the strength of money. He didn't make you pay that fee off the strength of who you are as a person. Not because money was just talking. He knew you was Mr. Wealthy or whatever the case may be. He he knew that you was a genuine, authentic dude. And he knew what? That you are learning, that you know some things, but you're also open. Man, it's never full, man. It's just like, yo, you have to understand that it's, it's, it's going to be more to this business than just what exactly you do. And what I mean when I say that is it's more to just lashes than just doing lashes and physically getting clients. It's more to hair than just buying and selling bundles. It's more to clothes than just manufacturing clothes. It's more to a podcast than just me sitting up here, setting up a light microphone and a laptop. It's the outside. It's the customer service. It's the customer retention. It's, it's the experience with people. I want everybody who hops on my podcast to have a genuine, dope, authentic, fun experience. I want you to come back. I want to be able to hit you up years from now, do a follow-up when you're famous or whatever the case may be. I don't want to have any bad blood or you make it feel like I'm just doing this for personal gain or personal agenda. Same with Quan. Quan wants you, obviously he wants you to shop with him. That's the most important. But he wants you to look good, feel good. He wants you to actually have fun when you have the experience with jet lag vintage. It's not really about the money. Like you said, if that was the case, he'd be a stickler. He'd be selling everything for what it really should be sold for. He wouldn't be giving no discounts, no throwaway, nothing like that. No, it's, yo, that's the price. That's it, bro. That's it. Lady not shopping. Okay. Y'all have a good day. No, throwing stuff to the lady, throwing something in the back, throwing you something extra for the, just off the stream. That's a, that's, that's the business owner mentality though. That's something that's letting you know that, look, think about these bigger brands. Think about just different companies that we, we shop with, or we continuously go back to over and over again, that don't always give us the best experience that don't do to go the extra mile and just different things like that. And think about how you continuously return after return, after return, after return, after return though. They can give you the bare minimum, no discounts, shipping be crazy, shipping and handling, package get lost, package get damaged, but you're going to go back. And you still don't get man. When the last time you gave you a free on, yo, but you're gonna go back. But let Quan let Quan yeah. throw an extra ten dollars on that price. Now he oh now you taxing, bro. Like why you come on, bro? Like why you ain't trying to look out for the you can't give me a discount, bro. Gucci not giving the discounts though. Louis not giving the discounts though. Berber, Louis Vuitton, whatever you want, bro. They not discounting. And when they discount, is they gonna raise the price up here and then knock it down to what it was originally? It's not a discount, bro. So the same. Come on, yo. It's at that point I'm preaching to the choir. But for you, it's about experience, bro. And I think that that's just so it's so important. It's gonna take you so much further. You're gonna reach heights and levels that other people are not just off the strength because they just want to sell. They just want to sell, sell, sell. Go to the events, pay the fee, sell. If you're not buying, I'm not really trying to talk to you. It's mm -hmm. to the point where Quan. To me, it sounds like, yo, he'll have a pop-up shop, and if he don't really, he might have a goal. Okay, let's say he ain't hit his goal, monetary goal. But if he hit his networking goal, that's a good day for him. If he made new connections, if he find out so-and-so got a shop out here, now he could show he met so-and-so from Cali. Oh, I actually just said I was trying to get out Cali, bro. Well, wait, you set up out there? Oh, let me slide out there with you. Easy connection. You throw a pop-up shop out there, then you 10 times your goal. But it's just like because you ain't hit your goal in Raleigh, you lost motivation, you ain't want to do it no more. What? I, I ain't hit my goal in Raleigh. I networked with a dude, went to Cali, killed the goal. Huh? So it's just like, yo, you got to pick and choose your battles. You got to pick and choose what you really want to complain about, what you really, you know, don't want to do and want to do. And I and I just feel like, you know, what sometimes some people just aren't as authentic as others, but they want to be viral. They want to, you know, be the one hit, one be the people mm -hmm. everybody coming to. But look at how you're treating your customers. Customer always right. I talked about that on one of my previous episodes. Yo, customer can be dead wrong. They always right, though. Somehow, some way. So before we wrap things up, man, I don't want to give people too much sauce. I'm tired of looking at the Snoop Dogg shirt and you ain't going to send it to me. So before now, nah, but before we wrap up, bro, I definitely do want to just have you leave a message for the people, whether it just be people, you know, in your industry, people just tapping in, people not even in this space at all. But just something, you know, just for the people out there, something we may not have talked about today or just kind of like your last words, just for people. You can even tell us what to look forward to. I need to know what jet lag got going on. But what's up, bro? Well, well we definitely got to pop up tomorrow. 
Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, the Raleigh Convention Center. Hold up. Somebody else on the comment, I'm gonna lie. Um, definitely pull up to that. And actually, if you go to my page right now, along with the many other things, we're having a free giveaway, a free 10 tickets giveaway. Uh, you go to my page, repost, do that, and I will send you in your first and last name, email, and I promise you, you will get that ticket. Next, we have um, a pop-up in Durham, North Carolina, which she's thrifty, um, Paul Bear Vintage, um, and a few other people. We're still getting the roster together. Oh, Paradox Chamber. Um, we're still getting the roster together in Durham. I'm going to be dropping that date after tomorrow. Um, after this event is over, then I will post the next event. I don't want to hit my people with too much stuff. Let me see. After that, um, we're going to um, start a tour. Um, it's going to be me, Paradox, Two Broke Boys. We're doing a, um, a vintage road tour. We ain't got a name for it, but right now they call it a vintage road tour. And so we're going to be stopping at more than one location and going up. From after that, we're going to be we're looking at ThriftCon in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia, in March. After that or before that, we're looking at um, hitting some spots in Cali and um, trying to finalize planning for an event to have in New York. And of course, other things. Stop, but man. I love it. And like we like we spoke about. You think I'm out there to Greenville? Hey, they waiting on you. They ready. I'm Listen, I got this. I ain't got much, but I got this. Yeah, My ECU folks, man, come on. Look, it would have went to you, but you don't want no two X, bro. Hey, and I'm not gonna lie to y'all. One of the one of the one of the first things that was making me mad about Quan when he first started, though, bro, he was posting heat. Y'all listen, IG, <laughs> IG. Uh, it's whoever listens, Apple, Spotify, however you listen to this. My boy was posting fire, so I'd be reading line after line on the post what it was, you know, details of it, and then I get to the line with the size. Dog, every time I see the side, I'll be like, no, nah, I know he ain't just doing me like that, yo. So I had to double tap and keep it pushing. I'll be like, you know what? But he gonna, he gonna post my size and I'm, we gonna get right. But no, bro, I love to just hear it, bro. I love the progression. Like I said, I love when we wrapped offline and we really got into the nitty gritty about, and, and we really got into the foundation. Like we said, bro, this is really just, we're here, surface level. You got so much like, and it's crazy, but it's crazy how the experience have come already. You've already been able to network, meet people, just have good experiences and, and still keep that business mindset, but learn all in the process. So, bro, you know, I'm rocking for you regardless. Bros and no bros, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it happen for you. I was very excited, you know, bro. to reach out to you to make it. I, I reached out, yo, I reached out to Quan for the interview. He called me on IG. But it just lets you know, you know, just how happy he was. And the first thing he got on here and said that really meant a lot to me was he saw what I was doing and he loved it. I, I love that just because, you know, that's how I feel about everybody who I bring on this podcast. I love what y'all are doing. I love what you're doing so much so that even if I didn't have a platform, I would still want to talk to you. I would still want to hop on, you know, a live or whatever, whatever. It's to the point where if I didn't have a podcast, I recognize my I almost got 4000 followers on my personal page. Let's go IG live every Friday with a different business and just put put people on. But that's not what people think about. People just want to be, you know, my mind is, is just so different. So, it, but it's just like to the fact, something that I always want to tell and just spread to people, yo, take a step back and really look at the people around you, friends, family, colleagues, friends of friends, coworkers. We are surrounded by some dope individuals, yo, like dope individuals right in front of you. And we, and we, and we really not support in a way because support don't always mean this. I'm telling y'all, support mean this. Get on here and have a conversation. Support me when we drop this interview and you know Quan, share it. Support me you ever drop, you ever shop from Quan, leave him a rating or review or somehow however you can support his page. Send a friend of a friend. When you post a pic in the shirt, tag both of the pages. 
I got this from my man Quan. When you quote when, when he when he send it to you and he ship it to you, if he threw some extra in there, yo, Quan, you looked out. Get the promotion can come and support can come in so many ways, bro. But all we think about is this. So, bro, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm locked in with you forever. I appreciate you for hopping on here, coming on my platform, sharing it, man. So, before I officially close it out, can you just tell everybody, you know, where they can tap in with you, where we can find you on social media, the website, everything like that? Everything right now is strictly Instagram, along with, unless you know me personally. But um, if you want my personal page, that's Rex on the Jet. And if you want any merch, have any questions, mystery boxes, however you want to do it. Uh, follow the page Jet Lag Vintage. That's J E T T L A G G E D V I N T A G A D G E. Hey, and uh, just tap in to let me know what's on your mind, or even give me feedback. If um you feel like I'm not posting enough women clothes, let me know. You know what I'm saying? I might I might send you something for free for giving me feedback. That's all I need right now. Feedback and just good vibes, bro. And that's it. And that's all. I'm a, I'm a second dad right there. I I, I love it. Like I said, bro, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm wishing you luck this weekend on the event. Go kill that thing. I'm wishing you luck in a couple weeks from now. Go body that. Let's keep elevating, bro. Like I said, I'm definitely I'm following the journey. I'm excited for you in any way that I can tap in support. You know I'm going to do it. And I'm excited for this drop just because I know it's going to be some people who now they're about to tap in. I know because I know it's some folks behind. I know so many folks and my followers got to double tap y'all pics with the NASCAR shirt. So I know everybody who got a NASCAR shirt, you better tap in with Quan because he's coming hard. So, I'm not saying the NASCAR hey. shirts is corny. Let's not put words in no mouth. The NASCAR shirts is hot. I was just saying they were bountiful. It was a lot of them. Quan got some heat. I ain't see the I ain't see the Snoop Dogg. I ain't see the Nelson. I ain't seen the Farrakhan. So come on, tap in with my dog. But yeah, I, like I said, I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate my IG live. Appreciate your IG live. Appreciate all my audios, all my YouTubers, everything like that. So this has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner.